Hello and welcome. This is Lisa Wong Creating Balance on the Be Curious podcast. Today I'm going to talk about growing up in a time where being of mixed race was not an acceptable practice. And some of the challenges that I encountered, and yet I have friends, wonderful, beautiful friends, who never saw a difference. And to them, I dedicate this podcast because if not for you, I am not sure how things would have gone in my life. In today's society, there is so much racism. There is so much fear and hatred. There are so many people talking about the differences that we all have. Differences in belief, differences in our religion, differences in our racial makeup, differences in how we hold our knife and fork. And I ask you to take a moment and listen and really listen to discover within yourself if this is true for you. It's important that you understand that other people's beliefs do not have to be our own. We are free thinkers. We can be critical thinkers. And I ask you to now have curiosity about what do these differences really mean to you? How do they affect you? Do they affect you? I was born at a time when it was illegal for people of different races to marry. I was fortunate that my parents lived in Canada because there never was that law. The United States did not recognize interracial marriage as being legal until 1967. I was two years old. My brother would have been three or four. And I ask you, when you think of what that looked like back then where a white, a Caucasian woman would be attracted to and find love with an Asian man. There weren't a lot of people that, that could recognize that. Thankfully, again, my parents had friends that did not see a barrier or a difference. Unfortunately, there were people that did. However, I have heard people say, as I was growing up, why would my parents put this on their children growing up different and all of the barriers they would have to face and how hard it would be for their children to grow up normal 
because they weren't. Wow. I'll tell you what. I want to ask you a question. If somebody said that to you about your children, how would you feel? How would you feel if your children heard people say that? Because we did. But I'll tell you what. I fought. My brother was a little more private in how he addressed what he heard and what he experienced as a child growing up. Personally, I wasn't. If somebody said something to me on the playground, I would drop the gloves. That was it. Game over. You're going to call my parents something or me something, then you better be ready to stand up for what you're saying because I'm coming after you. And this was me when I was in elementary school. I didn't have the vocabulary. I did not have the mental capacity to address this with my words and with my intellect at that time. I was five in grade one. I didn't know. People said stuff to me, talked smack to me. And there was only one way I knew at that time to stand up for myself. And that was for me to stand up for myself. And I did. I had no problem at that time calling people on their bull for what they would say to me about who I was, who my brother was, and what my parents were because they got married and they weren't the same. I want to ask you a question. I want you to consider and be very curious about how you would have been in 1970 on a playground when this tiny little mixed race girl stood up to some of the biggest bullies in her school because she would not condone that type of behavior or the words that came out of those children's mouths because you know they didn't know what they meant but their parents sure did, and their parents told them, and that's where they got them from. The words of your parents come through the children, and the children repeat them. Remember that. My nephew, in this day and age, has experienced this kind of ridiculous behavior himself. And it wounds me that people will call out you on your race because you are excelling at something that these people cannot excel at. And it's not because of his race that he is good at what he does. It's because he practices and he tries and he continues to strive to be better. And yet, people call him out for being Chinese. And they say some pretty not nice things to him for being Chinese. And he has learned to take that to build the strength within himself to make him greater and stronger. 
and more resilient because he realizes this is coming from the voice of fear and jealousy. He's 18 years old and he knows this. He knew it when he was 14. He knows, he understands. His father, my brother and I grew up with this type of behavior. You're different. Yes, thankfully we are. I was so happy to be different. I was so happy that I got to spend time with my Japanese great-grandparents who taught me a lot of stuff. Cooked some great food too. My Chinese grandfather, my Japanese grandmother. Again, lots of stuff they taught us. My mother, my Caucasian mother and my Asian father who's still alive. They both are all alive and healthy. And you know what? There is so much that we can continue to do and learn from each other as we grow. My mother said to me a little while ago, because we were talking about the time that we were going to school, my brother and I, and some of the controversy that we faced because we were different. And my mom said to me, she said, your brother would come home and ask me, mom, why do these people say these things? I don't understand. And mom said, you, on the other hand, you had no problem right there in the middle of the playground, calling people out on their crap. You had no fear of that. You stood up for who you were and who you believed you were and your family. And I will tell you to this day, I will stand in my power for who I am and who my family is and how they all came together through space and time and the lineage to become me. Their blood is running through my veins and it makes me stronger. My mother is Métis as well. And I feel the blood of her ancestors running through my veins. Her ancestry from the UK. My father also has some Blackfoot in him as well. And I feel that there is so much hate, fear, and misunderstanding going on in the world that I want all of you to question your beliefs and your understanding of what race is. Are you questioning somebody because of their cultural heritage, the way they look, the way they dress, the what they believe in? If you deconstruct my DNA as a person, you could pretty much take, I don't know, six or so different nationalities and probably have a something to say that could potentially piss me off. I've stopped being upset. I have stopped being angry. 
But what I have done is become passionate as to who I am. And I will not hide who I am. When people ask me, which one of your parents is Asian? Now, I know in today's society, that might not be an easy thing to answer because not everybody takes the person who identifies as the husband their last name. Not everybody takes that name. That's okay. But when my parents were growing up, that's what we did. So, my Asian parent is my father. My last name is Wong. I am married. I did not take my husband's last name. For reasons of my own. And again, that's okay. He's okay with it. I'm okay with it. It's okay. Does this mean that I am dishonoring him as a person? Absolutely not, because I honor him and his heritage. As he honors mine. I would like you to take a moment and question, ask yourself questions about your beliefs, your understandings. Check in to things that you maybe comment on or agree with, perhaps because a friend does. But I'd really like you to dig deep. And then I want you to really come to a truth within yourself. I honestly have no attachment to your outcome. All I have is the ability to ask you to be sure and clear within yourself what your truth is. See past the fear. See past the information that you may not be able to navigate through. And I am not talking about anything in particular. Let's be clear. This is for everything within your life. What is your belief on interracial marriage? Maybe you don't agree with it. That is great. Don't marry somebody outside your race. But I will ask you, that if you see somebody who is an interracial couple, allow them the space to be who they are. It's okay if you don't agree. That's what makes us different and that's what makes the world so great is that we can celebrate our differences if we allow ourselves to. The other thing that I have a challenge with even now, is people thinking <laughs> that they're being kind, I guess, or curious, and coming up to me and saying, what are you? Well, there's a few things I can answer to that. I am a human being. I identify as female. I am Canadian. I was born in Alberta, so I am Albertan. I was born in High River, Alberta, so I am a High Riverite. Now, would you like to know what my lineage is? That's different. When somebody comes up to you and says, what are you? You tend to immediately pull back and go, whoa. Like, 
give me some space here. Understand that you have in that moment the opportunity to educate, which is awesome. Now, I have been asked, what am I from Chinese people, Japanese people, Caucasian people, indigenous people? Um, we can go on forever. One of the challenges that people who are um, Asian have with how I look, because I do not look fully Asian. I do not look fully Caucasian. I don't look fully indigenous. I kind of look like a mix of all of them. Typically, when you have the indigenous Asian genes, your hair is dark, your eyes are typically dark, so brown or black. My eyes are hazel, verging on green. That's what messes a lot of people up, but that's okay because that makes me unique and that's what I love about it. I am unique. The other thing that people get confused about is that I, being born and raised in southern rural Alberta, I do not have an Asian accent. Don't have one. It's okay. So it confuses people. That is not on me. If you have confusion about who I am, instead of walking up to me and getting up in my junk and saying, what are you? Perhaps you should introduce yourself and say, hi, I am so-and-so and you look really unique and I'm trying to figure out what your lineage is. Are you comfortable sharing? Which I will be because I always am. I don't mind sharing my lineage. Are you comfortable sharing yours? If somebody comes up to you and says, what are you? Are you comfortable sharing your lineage? Just wondering, because not all of us are. That's okay. But I'm comfortable sharing mine because I am proud of who I am and from where I came from and the challenges that I endured and overcame as I grew up. And I hope in some way that I helped pave the road for people of different colors and ethnicities as they came into my hometown, having already experienced the mistrust and even the hatred of people who did not understand who and what I apparently was. And yet, my parents chose to give life to my brother and I and for that, I will always be grateful. And I will always be grateful for them for backing me up even when I was getting in trouble because I was standing up to my, for myself to the people who, who chose to try and minimize who I was as a child. And I want you to know, all of you, that we all have stuff. We all have things as children that we went through. We all have challenges. And I want you to know that it's okay to stand in your power and who you are and to own every piece of your lineage that flows through your veins. It's okay. 
one last question I would like you to ask yourself is if you were that child that was not like the other ones, as they used to say in Sesame Street, I believe, which one isn't like the other ones? Did you have people like I did that stood behind you and supported you no matter how ridiculous you looked in your 30 pounds of three feet tall, taking on the biggest person in the playground. I hope you had your champions and I hope you had your supporters. And I want to at this time honor the people that were my champions and my supporters as I grew up. I will not name them, they know who they are. They stood beside me. They stuck up for me. And when I wasn't in the room, they would still stick up for me. And I would also like to acknowledge my brother, who again was one of those people that stood up for me. Even when he knew I was being ridiculous, because he would stand there and he'd shake his head, but he'd stand there with me. And it was through his strength as well, and his support, that I came so far. And I want to thank each and every one of you for listening. And I want you all to know that no matter who you are, how you identify, what you believe, until you show me otherwise, I will never judge you. I will hold you in esteem and I will give you the space that you need to grow and thrive, even if that means that you are going to be doing this without me in your life. I want you all to live happy and fulfilled lives. I want you to get through these challenges and I want you to grow through them. Ask questions, ask questions of many things. Look for answers and then question some more. Be well within yourself and stay curious. This is Lisa Wong, Creating Balance. Thank you for listening. Have a beautiful day.